Precious tritium is the fuel that makes this podcast go. There's only 25 pounds of it on the whole planet. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider It seems I've heard that song before. Call the patent office, copyright the name Green Goblin, I want a corner every time somebody says it. That spider-freak making me look ridiculous. Up, up, and away with! What? Shazam! Spider-Man? Stupid reporters still think puny Parker's Spidey. Go, Web, go! We're gonna have a hell of a time. Hello and welcome to Swinging Free Spider-Man, episode 16. As usual, I'm James Rushton. I'm kind of the co-host, and there's Bradley Hughes, my co-host. We're co-hosts. We're both, we're both equals. <laughs> we're both partners in this one beautiful marriage that is Swinging Free Spider-Man. Every single week, twice a week even... I read a Spider-Man comic to my pal Bradley, who kind of deciphers what's going on, keeps a track of the story, and keeps us grounded. Yeah, every every Tuesdays and Thursdays, we we go through these antics that Spider-Man takes us through, um, sort of view sixties sixties uh, Stanley's storytelling through the scope of a uh, of a modern modern day audi- audience. It's pretty fun of course yeah we're going through the amazing spider-man run we're currently 16 issues in and uh we've got a treat for you man um you can catch us at spidey podcast on twitter on instagram and across all good pod- podcast platforms we're still not on spotify we'll get that sorted eventually one day and um, but yeah pocket cast apple podcast spotify will hunt you down and we will gut you like a fish yeah um, unless you comply with our reasonable reasonable demands i feel so yeah um shall we crack into it mate mate i've i've already cut out the letters from the various magazines i can't unglue them to the piece of paper and i can't uncut the creator's spotify fingers off of his wife i just can't do it mate you can't take the anthrax out the envelope is what i'm saying you you know it's already in there and you know it's ready to go so that's reasonable demands is what i'm saying reasonable reasonable okay mate Episode 16, Swinging Free Spider-Man. Shall we get into it, mate? Oh, it's a big one. Oh, it's a big one. It is sort of, yeah. Okay, so where does our story start? At home, at Peter Parker's home. He's been badgered by Aunt May. Um, If you remember in the last one, she kind of arranged a date for him and it all went to pot. She wants him to hook up with Mary Jane Watson, who he's been, you know, set up by her aunt and Peter's aunt. It's kind of a thing. But he has a girlfriend. And Aunt May persists. He's got a girlfriend, Betty Brandt. And Aunt May persists that he should go on this date. That's really strange. It's a, a bit forceful, a bit arranged marriage almost. Yeah, we, we all have that one nagging older relative, which is just like, why aren't you married yet with kids and a house? And it's just like, could you could you not? I struggled to get out of bed this morning, let alone. I struggle to be, you know, every day I struggle to be alive. I, I can barely keep a hold of myself let alone fucking, you know, villains are chasing me down every day. My girlfriend's kind of nuts. And now you want me to date someone else who I don't know. This is, you know, you're bringing a lot of the unknown into my life, aren't they? <laughs> Poor lad. Um, He gets changed as a Spider-Man. You know, he's uh, he's stress-released. He's this Spider-Man. It's like his motorbike, his car. It's how he gets his freedom. He dresses as a Spider-Man. He goes out to decompress and get away from the nagging. Of course, antics occur. They always do, Brad. It's like whenever he puts on that Spider-Man mask, just danger and disaster follow. Spider-Man, he's went away to decompress. He's went away to, you know, get really stressed. And what better way than beating up some muggers who are attacking a blind man? Oh. Oh, you you don't want to do that. Not just any blind man, mate. We'll get into that. But Spidey um, beats him up uh, and he's like, oh, the geezer's blind. 
okay, mate, um, don't walk around these streets if you're blind. You get battered. And uh, if you need any directions or any help, I'm here. And he's like, the, spider, the blind man's like, I'm fine, pal. <laughs> with his cane, just like beating off the floor. <laughs> I'll just get on with my day. I'm good, mate. Just, I'm fine. And uh, the, the blind man, if you'll notice, he's like, well, to me, I can't see day. I can't see night. It's all black. <laughs> I can't see fuck all. Sp- Spider-Man, my eyes are fucked. They're just fucked, mate. They're just they're gone. That is a nice shade of blurry grey that you're wearing, Spider-Man. <laughs> How did you mix those blurry grey tones together? Fifty Shades of Web. He'll tie you up all right. <laughs> <laughs> However, the blind man, upon Spidey's departure, reveals himself to be none other than Matt Murdock, the daredevil of Hell's Kitchen. Man, my man. If you've seen Daredevil on Netflix, you'll know where this is going. Because uh, if you want to see a blind man get beaten to even an inch of his life, watch Daredevil season one. It's every episode he's lying on the couch covered in his own blood. He takes an absolute pounding. Like, this is the furthest thing from the Marvel Cinematic Universe where it's all like, Hey kids, we're so friendly. Yeah, rainbows, laughs, good times. The the, the 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 Daredevil Marvel Netflix series is just anti that. Yeah, there's a lot of... It's a very gritty, realistic... The Defender stuff is uh, really, really down-to-earth in most in most parts. And uh, if you've seen season two, episode one, I don't think it's a spoiler at this point, Daredevil gets shot in the fucking face. Yeah, on Black Rage. So uh, <laughs> it's... He gets... This is a blind man getting beaten to within an inch of his life every day. That's a Daredevil for you. He's very much Marvel's Batman. Um, Daredevil's probably one of the only heroes I've not really read into, apart from Spider-Man. Um, I read, I've read a lot of Avengers and Force stuff and Punisher and all that, but Daredevil is really popular. He's Marvel's Batman. He literally cripples criminals. He'll go in and break someone's back and fucking swing off. Um, he's, he's a different... <laughs> he's like, I'm, dis- I'm disabled. You need to be disabled. <laughs> he's very he's very much Batman, and that's really cool. You know, he does the same things. He's like almost got this... He will break your fucking spine, and he won't care if you can walk again. <laughs> that's the bottom line. Um as a daredevil, he swings to his office. He's got these nunchuck things that swing. And he uh, he's, he meets his work partners, Foggy Nelson and Karen Page, who uh, own the, the practice with him, the lawyer practice. They ask him to go to the circus. Being blind, he says, I don't want to go to the circus because how can I see anything at the circus? There is no, nothing for me at the circus. My life is a fucking black wall. <laughs> he's just hearing like, Hatton, Hatton. <laughs> this is nothing to me. Hey, Foggy, what's what's a smell? Oh, that's a lion. What does a lion look like, Foggy? Oh, it's just, it's that's every time, isn't it? What's that <laughs> smell, Foggy? Oh, that's a chimpanzee. What is a chimpanzee, Foggy? Every time. <laughs> you know, he must have some very vivid, uh, vivid dreams. But he's not, he's not just any, you know, he's not just blind, mate. We don't go into the origin story, but a freak accident occurred and it left him with 3D Vision, almost through his hearing, he can hear better than most people. The vision his hearing provides is better than most people can fucking see. I'm, I'm kind of disappointed that that DC took Batman, considering Daredevil would most definitely be more of a Batman than Batman is, considering he, you know, sees through sound. There is a scene in Daredevil as well where they're like, you're like a bat, and he's like, well, bats can see and I can't. Because uh-huh. <laughs> bats aren't actually blind. I didn't. Did you, did you know that? Because I found that loud. I know, I know that they've got extremely poor vision. At the circus, mate, the dastardly ringmaster is using adverts of Spider-Man to lure people into the show. Fake news. 
no, you can't. That's false advertising. That's something we're against. That that is fake news. You can't be spouting. It's fake news. <laughs> it's fake news. Um, Spider Man, of course, is not in the show, but Pete sees the advert and decides to show up anyway. Uh, with the permission of J. Jonah Jameson, who, upon being asked, says he doesn't give a fuck where you go. Just get pictures. He's, he's not going to pay him anyway. So what does he give a shit about? This is pro bono work, Pete. As he heads off, Pete is stopped by Betty, um, his slightly neurotic girlfriend, who's kind of been damaged by everything Pete's done to Sli- her. Slightly. Slight, just, just a bit. Slightly. Um, she says that she's found the best recipe going for spaghetti and wants to cook it for him and Aunt May. And uh, I don't get that. What what spaghetti? Is it spaghetti bolognese? Are you doing Are you doing a ragu sauce? Or have you just made it? Betty's version of spaghetti, mate, it's just going to be, she's, they're going to turn up and she's just going to be shaking, like happily up, acting the perfect, you know, host. Apron, her house is spotless and she serves you the spaghetti. It's worms. It is literal worms. No, no. It'll, it'll be Lizzie's skin. Definitely Lizzie's skin. Served on a plate. The thing is about that spaghetti is it's like no one makes a creative meal in, in this comic. No one's made it's, a it's, meal. It's just been like oat cakes and just shit they found. It's, it's just oat cakes, chicken noodles, and spaghetti. It is just spaghetti. That's it. It's just, just a plate of warm spaghetti. Even then, the, the origin of the spaghetti noodles or the spaghetti pasta is tenuous. We don't know where this was sourced. We don't know how long it's been there. She's crazy. Well, one, one, thing, one thing's for, so, for sure is that she's not sourcing her spaghetti. It's just the pasta. Of course, yeah. It's just it's just the pure the pure pasta noodles. She wants to cook it for him and Aunt May. And Pete goes, "Well, I'm busy. I'm busy, love. I need. I've got things to do." And uh, he drops his circus ticket in front of Betty, who starts immediately crying. Well, to be fair, she's grasping at straws, man. She's just like, "Um, and Peter, don't go out. I'm I'm, 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 I'm making spaghetti. I'm making spaghetti. Let's, let's, let's eat it. Just eat it. Have some spaghetti with me." And she's just like, "No, I have to go." Then the ticket just so happens to fall out. She's breaking down. I mean, she's constantly on a knife edge anywhere. This is New York City, mate. There's someone who looks like Super Mario on every street corner with a plate of spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is not a rare meal. This is not a special meal. This geezer's walking around. Ah, forget about it. Can't have some of my ma's spaghetti. This, that is literally every mom's. Every mom in New York can make spaghetti or any kind of variant of dish that is going to be better than this. Hey, my cousin Frank, he makes the best spaghetti. It's it's my own nana's recipe. You know, he he just have some spaghetti. It's it's just spaghetti all over. This. It's covered in fucking pasta. She's offering him what anyone else can offer him. Just pure fucking spaghetti. And he wants the man wants to go to the circus. Yeah, but like sweet pasta delights. He can't take her, obviously, because he's going to Spider Man, mate. Wow. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Now, at the circus, Matt Murdock has decided to join his pals, Foggy and Karen. Um, they describe the action to him, obviously. He can't see it. Um, however, Pete at the circus spots him and goes, Hey, that's a, that's a blind guy from before, and he can sense something's up. But however, the, the act starts, the ringmaster's act starts, all his gang are there doing circus tricks. Murdoch can use his three-dimensional sense of hearing to uh, almost visualise everything going on. And he actually detects Spider-Man. You know, Spider-Man showed up, obviously. Pete's got the drop on everyone, and Spider-Man's actually here. The ringmaster's amazed and is kind of c- conniving a little plan that's going on. And Spider-Man's doing all these tricks, and uh, Matt Murdoch can sense them and describe them to himself, of course, in great detail. 
Um, the crowd loves Spider-Man being there. He's just dancing on fucking ping pong balls and swinging around. He's in his element. It's like a day off for him. He's having a while of a time, really. The ringmaster has a plan. Spidey <laughs> looks at the ringmaster. He's literally just waving his arms at him. Um, so he goes in close to check it out. The ringmaster literally is hypnotized, trying to hypnotize him. And he's just like, what's going on? I'll go in close. And the guy's just like, hands out, fucking hypnotizing him. <laughs> Spider-Man, look at this. Oh, I, no, I don't want to. No, just look, just look at it. Just, it's fine. Just, just, just wait, wait for it. Wait for it. Just wait. Wait, just look, look at it. Just, is it working? No. Is it working yet? No. Just, uh, oh, I ain't span it yet. He's got to spin the little spinny disc. <laughs> yeah, that is like just got to wind it up, wind it up, man. Like, <laughs> little dancing <laughs> clockwork, man. I have. I got to wait for him to finish now. I was about to say you really wound that up, man. I would have would have chucked that across the room. <laughs> um, the ringmaster once Spidey's hypnotized, the ringmaster turns to the crowd and hypnotizes them as well. Everyone is frozen except for one blind man in the crowd. Ooh. Um, who kind of, he must feel really ashamed. He's like, hey, Foggy, um, what's going on? And Foggy's just like staring straight ahead. He's like, Foggy, I'm blind. I can't see. <laughs> Can you please describe the circus next to me, Foggy? And Foggy's just staring straight ahead. And he just looks left and right and not, no one's moving. like, well, that's strange. I wish someone would tell me what's going on. He senses that something is up. He knows that the heartbeats of everyone in around him are going, that's quite freaky that, you know, you shouldn't listen to someone's heartbeat without their consent, I feel. That's quite strange. <laughs> that's really fucking weird. Um, he slips into his dead devil garb and confronts the ringmaster. He can't see what's going on. He has to wait. He has to, you know, use his senses to kind of get the drop on him. However, the ringmaster can use Spider-Man to fight for him and save him from the daredevil. Using complete guesswork. This is literal complete guesswork. Daredevil fights Spider. He's like, oh, I think he's on a trapeze. That means he must be on tra- a trapeze. I'm not sure. It, it, I, I'm just, I'm just going along with it. And uh, he manages to kind of hold his ground with Spider. He's, he's obviously, you know, we, we're not doing him down. He's obviously a completely powerful superhero or street level superhero. But he's uh, holding his own with someone who's super powered, and he's blonde. Extra credit. You know, credit where credit's due. Like. My radar sense informs me of objects hanging nearby, and my logic knows they must be trapezes. It could be anything, mate. Could be a hang- hanging pair of balls. <laughs> Imagine he's just holding onto two pair of forks. Yeah, <laughs> could be anything. Or someone's hair. He's just got his hands in someone's hair. He's like, well, some. I can hear rustling, and my logic tells me that this feels like a tree, so it must be a tree. Meanwhile, he's, just, he's, he's molesting a gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> After squaring off his spider, he finds himself facing the ringmaster. He throws his like billy clubs at the ringmaster's head, knocks him down, and takes his power hat. It's like this weird wind-up fucking hypnosis hat. And he turns it on Spider-Man in the hope that it will unlock Spider-Man from his hypnosis. If anything can stop Spider-Man, of course, it's the hat. Um, Daredevil screeches out, you're no longer under the spell. You come out of the trance now with the power hat. And Spider-Man sort of, like, just snaps out and he's like, well, Okay. And then they start complimenting each other. They literally just stare at each other, complimenting each other. Like, well done. That was great. <laughs> My God, Daredevil, you have such sick abs. Like, well, I wish I could see them. <laughs> oh, the way you wear that tight leather just... I mean, uh, you, you fight crime really well. Oh, is it that tight? I, I can't tell. 
I, I can't tell. You've been working out. I literally don't know. <laughs> Spidey snaps out of it. They compliment each other. However, the ringmaster isn't done yet. He sets his circus crew on the, the, the pair of them. There's strong men, acrobats, all the circus crew are jumping. Spider-Man and Daredevil. Daredevil's like, this guy can handle himself. And uh, goes back into the crowd, dresses into his real persona as Matt Murdock and just starts watching Spider-Man do his business. I love I love the way how he gets back into the crowd because he's, <laughs> he's really just watching on Spider-Man, just knocking out all these little goons. And he's just sort of like stretching his leg over the seat <laughs> to slip back into the crowd. <sighs> That's stuff. Yep, there we go. Meanwhile, everyone in the background is just still there, like eyes wide open. <laughs> like, he looks like he's just about to grab the popcorn. And just really, really enjoy the show. Everyone is still in the trance, though. So he, lucky for him, no one's noticed anything at all. He could have just got dressed in front of everyone. Um, but he took the time to go backstage, put his shirt and suit back on. You know, it's all neatly folded. He's pulling it back on. He's watching Spider-Man do his business. And Spider-Man is doing business. He's knocked out the strongman, knocking out all the clowns and all the acts. But the ringmaster has an ace up his sleeve, mate. Um, He tries to stop Spider-Man with a human cannonball. Well, if there's one thing that's going to get you, it's a human cannonball. He loads a man into a, a cannon and shoots him at Spider-Man. And Spider-Man as well, Spider-Man deals with it. He uh, webs him up swings him around and rides him back into the, cr- the the stage crew who are all knocked out by the fact that a man has been ridden at them. Fucking hell. That's amazing. That is so incredibly good. Oh my God. <laughs> That's fucking incredible. Damn. He's just riding him like a horse flying through the sky. Like how to train your fucking dragon. <laughs> the human cannibal can't see anything. His shoulders are hunched, his head's down, and he just realises that he's not going in the direction he thought he was going. He's suddenly been turned around. Just see some big blue thighs wrapping around his waist. <laughs> <laughs> wrapping around his fucking head, more like. They're really hard. <laughs> so the human cannibal's kind of directed back at him, and the ringmaster goes for the hypnosis again. Uh, Spider-Man just closes his eyes, walks up to him, and punches him in the face. Yes! And he can see that. <laughs> he literally, he's come in, he's winded his little hat up, he's got, he just went, <laughs> tried to hypnotise him, and Spider-Man just went, well, this guy can't tell that my eyes are actually closed behind my mask, walks up to him, and just pops him on the jaw, and takes a hat. This is, this is every, every Spider-Man fight, it's, he gets some shit thrown at him, he loses, learns his from his mistakes, and then just deals with it. And I, I gotta admit, this is fucking incredible. It Everything so far is so good. <laughs> just yeah. it's a right bop as well. He literally just like a. He doesn't know he's a bop. Imagine if he's got the hypnosis that he's like, just stop punching yourself. Just stop punching yourself. Just stop ah, punching. He missed the trick there. And uh, yes, yeah, so everyone's watching. The crowd's applauding. They've snapped out of it. You know, he's he's uses the hat to remove the crowd from the hypnosis. And then uh, he slaps the hat on, goes up to the ringmaster and goes, uh, well, it's all over, pal. He's got the hat on. He's literally put the that's, hat on. That's so good. I know what I'm doing next Halloween. This is Spider-Man in his sweet purple top hat. <laughs> yeah. Um, the ringmaster's all webbed up. Spider-Man's dealt with it. But there's one person that's still involved. Matt Murdock has to keep the game up. In the panic, he pretends to be in a tizzy and lost. Like, he has to be, pretend to be extra blind. 
guess pretend to be like almost like helpless. So he's literally in the corner slapping his camera kind of around screaming for help. They're all panicking, looking for him. Like, oh my god, where, where's Matt? Where's Matt? Oh my god, we've lost him. We've lost him. And he's just there slapping a cane around in the corner, like going, "Help me! Where are you guys?" It's the whole Clark Kent thing, though, and it's just like this guy. This guy couldn't be that guy. This guy's a fucking idiot. The best part about it is that, that they don't know the Daredevil's blind, so they're like, "But Matt looks like Daredevil. He sounds like Daredevil. He can't be Daredevil because Daredevil can see. <laughs> Daredevil can punch people in the face, and." Matt, like they're really playing up the blind thing because literally, I don't, I don't think I've included the panel because just to say reading space, but they're screaming, looking for him in a panic. There's like almost been a stampede of panic after, and uh, Matt's just in the middle, just spinning round. You know, good friends. If you go out with your disabled friend, and something like that happens, you would, you would want to look after them. You would have make sure that they are safe. I know I would. It's a really good thing that he's done. Um, while his friends fucking although, although that being said that being said how many times do you reckon like Foggy's got pissed off with Matt and he's just he's fucking stuck his fingers up to him right in his face just right to his face like two inches away from his nose just like, and Matt's like well the vibrations in the air tell me that there's two fingers up are you sticking for two vibrate <laughs> the vibrations in the air makes me feel like I need to fucking kick you in the nutsack it's funny because your heart rate tells me that you're you're a prick <laughs> you said they really look out for him and he's like almost taking advantage of him it's really strange where he's like overly pretending to be useless like pretending to be not even like he can do anything at all like a normal blind person can probably get around get, can get around unaided in many circumstances where he needs literal help walking around, he's like playing it up and they have to do it. Like in the panic, he's not just standing there. He's literally in a corner screaming, screaming for help. He's not like independent. (laughs) 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 He's literally screaming. He's slapping his cane about just. He's like literally walking into walls and they're like, oh, Matt. Oh, and he in reality, the guy can fucking swing off roofs. Like, that's bullshit. That's not funny. That's very daring that, of him. That's really horrible. That's awful. <laughs> yeah, Matt Marduk, certified dick. Yeah, really is. I mean, he does bring peace to Hell's Kitchen. However, he is really testing the limits of his friendship. His friends are there to do everything for him, and he's too happy to simply bullshit them i've actually read daredevil one in preparation for this daredevil one i think they kind of retconned it and changed loads because basically what happens is you know he's blinded all this happens he's got the dad who can't you know always takes falls to manipulate the gambling you know he he always falls so people can bet on him and matt goes i just no mad just this once just this once i don't want to be a dick yeah, the, the, Matt goes to him, well, I want to see you lose. And he's like, I, I want to see you win, sorry, because you always lose. And he's like, okay, then. And beats the guy he was meant to take a fall to. Then he's killed. So Matt's responsible for his dad's death as well. And not only that, he breaks into like a gambling ring. That's in the first issue. He's breaking into a gambling ring. And he just calls everyone fat. He can't. Uh, how can you tell? It was, very, it was a different time, mate. You know, it's just a very different time. Yeah, he's just swearing. That he's, you know, he calls everyone fat and he does all this, does all that, beats them up and, and goes on his merry way. I think he got rewrote to include more ninjas and stuff in the future. Yeah, ninjas. <laughs> it's like, I'd love to have been sitting in that boardroom meeting when it was just like, we need to reboot Daredevil's origin story. What do we do? It's just this one half-ass gaze. It's just like, 
Ninjas? Question mark? <laughs> Spidey swings off, having enjoyed the action, but he isn't looking forward to nagging from his family. You know, he got a day off, and now it's over. The end. Mate, he needs to go home. He needs to go He needs to go touch some spaghetti. He needs to eat a nice home-cooked meal. He needs to make sure Betty's not wearing Lizzie's face yet, because that will happen. But he's the kind of person to go cut someone's face off and wear it. I imagine if they made her like the supervillain of the Spider-Man story. Actually be a good... That would be a very good thing. That would be a good good supervillain, to be fair. Like, she's she's totally obsessed with Peter, and then Peter's obviously like, Oh no, Spider-Man's amazing. Uh, I heard today that he stopped a car from falling off of the bridge. And she's like, you're always fucking speaking about Spider-Man. I don't fucking like Spider-Man anymore. Stop talking about Spider-Man. Stop talking about me. And then she finds out that Peter is Spider-Man. Like, you, you fucking lied. You fucking lied to me. Oh, imagine if she killed him and then she becomes Spider-Man. Ooh, spider Damn. A lot to twist it. But that's the end of issue 16, mate. Um, We're at a crossroads now because we head into a, a whole new era of Spider-Man almost. We've got a massive annual, annually released comic that comes out and that is... You know, the annual annual. The annual annual. It's uh, going to be a big one. It's like I've done a bit of looking into it. It's probably going to be two parts. At maximum, to be fair, I think it's going to be two parts, definitely. Oh, I thought this one was going to be the annual. This one's not going to be the annual. This is Daredevil. The next one's the annual. Oh, I'm with it. I'm with it now. Yeah, after 16 or after 17, you can go into this. It's all right. You can read the annual now. You've met everyone who's in it. You can just do your thing. I'm like, okay, I'll do it I'll do it after 16. So we've got annual coming up. That'll be two parts, I believe. Um, That's a real, 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 real entertaining one. Um, You meet everyone that Spider-Man's met so far and everyone else he hasn't met. Um, It's a real clusterfuck. Um, it finds its way eventually, but it's, it is just pure start to finish antics. It's like Stanley just went, fuck it. Went for it. No, he really, it really does go for it. It's really, it is really something, but it is 72 pages long as well, which is, oh man, that is three and a half issues, mate. Mate, how many pages? 72. Mate, that, that comic is thick, thick with two C's. But there's a reason it's a, it's a legendary comic as well. It's genuinely, um, from what I've learned, I've read about the background, it's a legendary. So we'll have that to enjoy next week. Two parts. Um, I've written half of one and it is long. It's going to be long, but it's going to be enjoyable as well. So uh, <laughs> that's what she that. said. <laughs> tune in for that. And uh, yeah, as usual, I've been James Russian. That's Bradley Hughes. And I think that's it from us today, mate. Catch you later. Goodbye.